Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Hey, welcome listeners to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, and I'm so grateful to be here with... Kimberly Rose. Hello, everyone. Kimberly Rose has got a special role today. Today we had to pour through some clinical studies, and it really is nice to have Kimberly to talk through these as opposed to go to sleep, read clinical studies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... (laughs) I I said that in the wrong direction. (laughs) Read clinical studies and fall asleep. Right. (laughs) I I glance over all the stuff, but I don't have to do uh, the really in-depth research that Ed does. So so you'll be a great uh, sounding board with me, and I think that'll help uh, the listeners as well, uh, because you can just get so much more when you're discussing a topic as opposed to just regurgitating it out. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully uh, I pick up on hopefully some questions that you guys have that's floating around in your brain. Well, how about that? Well, what does that mean? So that's what I'm here for. So today's topic, I don't even know if we got to that yet. Today's topic, CBD may reduce damage from COVID. Yeah. Lung damage, right? Yeah. So let's go lung damage. So so CBD has been studied for its response to COVID-related lung issues. So we studied the issues and we reached out to the community, uh, the medical community, and we're going to share those things with you today. Yeah. Now, a a good perspective to see this is COVID-19 is really a big issue. And I know it's attracting a lot of interest. But what we'll learn today, you also will be able to use that knowledge with other issues like pneumonia, uh, the flu, things like that. So, COPD, all those yeah, things. Yeah, I mean, these are all going to be relevant with any type of lung issues, they, you know, colds and flus and so forth. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to share that piece. I think it's interesting because we're starting to find out, yes, you survived COVID, but... There's issues. There's other things right. that are going to start happening. I've had customers come in with a multiple... Yeah array of side effects or just things that are popping up after yeah. they got I've, I've heard the same. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just pulmonary, not, you know, other er, other areas of the body. And as we go through today, there's no clear answer. Yeah. But the logic is there. And the logic is something that uh, made me believe I could use. Yeah. As it applied to uh, damage to the lungs as as a result of COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know as we get through that, and and I'll tell you how the studies or the research or even the opinions of the medical community were all divided into two categories: inflammation and immune response. Right. Those are the two areas that almost everything went either one direction or the other or both. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. I wanted to start off with something that I thought would at least be uh, good news. Yay. And the first time I heard it, I was pretty happy. Uh, Just I may have shared this with you before. I smoked a lot in my younger years, 
And so, you know, I'm always concerned. Wow, what damage did I do to my lungs? Mm -hmm. It just so happens there are a lot of studies around the miraculous, is the way they coined this, the miraculous ability for your lungs to regenerate or repair themselves fully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we discussed that, right, last week, how well, it, you know, if you just right. give them a little bit of time, they can go in and heal themselves. Yeah, so I thought I'd just spend a few minutes here. Yeah. Uh, I pulled up a couple different studies. Uh, one, Regeneration Repair of the Healing Lung, uh, published just recently, July 2020. Uh, this was done at the Clinical and Translational Immunology Center. Uh, and again, I, I love it how they're using almost magical ability for the lungs to do this. Yeah. Uh, I, it was completely good, good news for me. Uh, so there are two types of repair. Uh, the first, lung damage can rapidly heal via regeneration processes that restore its structure and its functionality. Yeah. Okay, so that's probably the coolest one. Right. So rapid healing through regeneration. The second one is in response to sustained and extensive damage. Mm -hmm. The lung is healed via a non-regenerative process resulting in scar tissue, which could locally stiffen the structure, which means you likely may feel that as you age. Right. Not, as, yeah, not as a disease, but as a functional problem. Right. And would it so it would probably like shortness of breath or um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. What would be a sign if you had some damage? I mean, obviously, there, there are of breath. There are lots. Be. Yeah, there are lots of, of studies there. And I'm not sure I'm super well informed in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I did clearly understand that it had the ability to heal itself. If you were exposed to extensive damage over long term periods of time. Uh-huh. Probably like smoking, to be absolutely honest, is, is what I took from that. Right. So uh, somebody like myself might have some scar tissue on it, but I, I, now I'm only forming an opinion now. Because I always keep my cardiovascular, my cardio uh, exercise at a high level constantly, Right. Um, I probably never allow the lungs to restrict and become... Atrophied, kind of. Right. If if the structure had, uh, you know, if it's got scar tissue and the and the structure gets more stiffened, I probably don't give it a chance to do that. Right. And and the blood circulation that you're, right, you're right. doing with your with your, anytime you're getting that your whole body active <coughs> for you know a certain amount of time, yeah. you're creating a wonderful environment for yeah. all every all of that. Well, and one of their studies was really on cancer. Yeah. Like, okay, so you had smoked all your life. Now you're worried about cancer for the rest of your life. Right. You, you've quit, yeah. and now you're worried about cancer. And, and what they were doing was dispelling that. Okay. Like, we know, we're not really seeing the connection. Mm -hmm. So if you've quit smoking or you're going to quit smoking, I thought that was kind of a good news. I think if you can get a handle on COVID before it becomes um, extensive damage, good news here. Lungs, 100%, very capable. Yeah. All right. Great. So that's that's really um, now it, there is a limit to this. And I want to share that last piece, you know, just really go for the good news. And then oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. In chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, you will often see this as COPD. The patient's lungs 
can lose their ability to repair damage on their own if it reaches pulmonary emphysema. Yeah. Which is that obstruction has already been created. Right. Okay. Right. So, so this was a German research center uh, for environmental health and back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So it can, so if you have, if you're already in chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Nope. No, that's the first step. That's correct. Before Once you are in, if you stay in chronic obstructive pulmonary disease for a while, if you stay in there too long, you'll get to the next stage, the emphysema. pulmonary emphysema. And that is okay. a trigger for, okay, this is going to be tough to heal on your own. You now will need to seek outside pharmaceutical or something like that. And does COP? PD come from strictly from smoking or oh no no say, no no CBD COPD is a condition okay all right too much inflammation too much infection too much something there you go okay okay that's what COPD is okay all right let's go so I told you we're going to break this in two categories inflammation and immune response let's go with inflammation first and I thought let's clearly understand the components we're talking about. You know, so as we're discussing, maybe, uh, and you can link back to previous shows, that we can connect the dots uh, between some of these components that we've talked about in the past. Uh, components would be your ECS system, mm-hmm. uh, which is short for your endocannabinoid system. Endo meaning inside your body. Um, your receptors, we've talked about those plenty. And ligands. Ligands are ag- agonists. And like CBD as a ligand. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's first talk about the ECS system. So the ECS system uh, inside your body uh, is designed to regulate most of the functions that you deal with on a daily basis. Most of those functions are managed by your ECS system. It's much like a computer. If you were a computer, then your ECS system would be your motherboard. Right. Okay. Yeah. Motherboards, looking around, what do you need over here? There it is. What do you need? There it is. Making your mouse work correctly. Make your speakers work. Memory downloads. All that is all managed by your motherboard. Very similar to the way your ECS system supports your body. Yeah. And I, we discussed that, right, in the homeostasis We did, yeah. Show? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Lots I, I of different ways. Mm-hmm. This is just probably the simplest one, so we don't eat up a whole lot of time right. uh, talking about it. Uh, so that is your ECS system. Your ECS system is made up of receptors throughout your entire body. These receptors are then ready to react and, and send out neural transmitters and regulate certain things all it needs is is uh is uh, uh ligands it just needs something in there to go boom go do it and a ligand is like a, like an, like a can like a cannabinoid is a ligand it needs an activity right. or an active yeah so the receptor is sitting there waiting for something to turn it on okay a ligand is something that will land on it and turn it on. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Now, we've all heard this one with CBD and C1, CB1 and CB2 receptors. Right. Same relationship. It goes in, it finds those receptors that needs. And once it hits that receptor, that receptor now moves to its next stage, which is uh, neural deli- uh, neuro 
communication of whatever it needs to do. Now, does it hit on all receptors in mm -mm. Nope. just the ones that need attention? There's a lot of science, and that oh. question is not e answered easily. Okay. I'll tell you that. There's okay. a lot of conditions. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Um, let's move to the ligands. So uh, one of the ligands that's most discussed and researched when it comes to lung disorder, specifically being researched for COVID-19, mm -hmm. is the apelin, Yeah. A-P-E-L-I-N. Now, the apelin is an end endogenous, I'm sorry, endogenous ligand. That endogenous meaning it's on the inside of the body. Uh -huh. This enzyme is designed to connect to a apelin receptor and when it and, and that receptor uh, that's usually on the surface of a cell once that apelin comes in contact with it that receptor does its next thing which okay. that's my next part okay <laughs> now it's just it's so a ligand I should tell you so a ligand really is a molecule that binds to another molecule usually a larger one okay i.e. that other molecule being the receptor. Right. And it will trigger the receptor, like apelin does for GPCR, which is that G-protein-coupled uh, uh, receptor, receptor that is designed to react to apelin. Hopefully I'm saying all that right. Right. And, I'll and keep going because I know it'll, it'll come together. <laughs> it does. Okay, so because what, what does the apelin receptor do? All right, okay. next section. I'm going to read this right out of context, right out of the book first. Okay. The apelin receptor, which called a G-protein-coupled pro, receptor with wide distribution throughout the human body, that means this GPCR, this apelin receptor, is spread out through the body everywhere. Okay. Activation of this receptor by its ligand, apelin, induces diverse physiological effects, including vasoconstriction and dilation, strengthening of heart muscles, contractility, angiogenesis, and regulation of energy metabolism and fluid homeostasis. Okay. Gives you an idea? Wow. That was All a right. mouthful. So there's, there's a broad amount. And interesting, you'll understand why this is so broad. Right. When I talk about receptors, because that's when it made sense to me. So it looks like it does a lot with y your lungs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yep. That has a lot and of it, effects. And there. your heart muscle. Okay. All okay, right. I, I think I'm getting it. Regulation of energy, metabolism. Metabolism no. and fluid homeostasis. And fluid. Okay. Now, let's talk about these receptors. And this is where you'll connect because you have a lot of knowledge about the CB1 and CB2 receptors. Mm -hmm. Any of our audience who has been listening to us also will have a lot of knowledge about those two receptors. So in the ECS system, CBD is a, is a ligand. Mm -hmm. It also is a uh, agonist for our CB1 and CB2 receptors. So it goes in there and turns things on. All right, well, there's two types of receptors. The one I just described, the CB1 and CB2, they're called 
ionotropic receptors. Yeah. Okay, ionotropic receptors. And their deal is if the CBD or the cannabinoid molecule, the ligand, lands on it, then it then allows its neuroions to go through it and deliver the message. Do what it's supposed to do or deliver a message. Just a very simple task. Okay. Okay. So that's Remember all... how it always talked about CBD being a key right. for your CB1, your CB receptors? Yeah. That's it. It's that simple. Key unlocks the door, opens it, things go through it, and get things fixed. Okay. Good? Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. So the second type of receptor is a metotropic receptor. Met, oh, meta. Uh, me, meto, I'm sorry, metobitropic <laughs> receptor. Metobitropic receptor. Yeah. This interesting receptor, when a ligand lands on it and engages it, turns it on, triggers it, it then produces complex proteins that will do certain things. And those complex proteins will then generate more neurotransmitters for second messaging signaling. And it'll continue to cascade depending on what is needed. Okay. Now, this type of receptor is much, much slower, but it's so much more capable mm -hmm. of, of functioning in a wide array of things. Doesn't target just one thing. It can target multiple things. And, and again, that's a deep rabbit hole. I don't have all those other than its ability to, again, cascade a, sing a signaling pattern to get certain things around it to do certain things. And it, just to ask this first question. Okay. So all of these receptors and all of these things that are working together, the main goal is to keep the cell as healthy as possible, Correct. right? Right. Keep it functioning, these, keep it going. These know what to do. Yeah. They just need a signal. And then, so then uh, the virus comes in and its main function is to destroy <laughs> the cell or mutate it or what? Correct. It wants to turn it into something it likes. Right. And that's so, what we like. <laughs> right. It's a good way to look at that. And so if we keep these receptors all healthy and good and working, that's less likely to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's, Maybe? You, you can say that's fair. Okay. I might need to get a little further along before I, I allow you to go to that place so far, okay? okay? Let's keep going. So we, I really wanted to be able to tell you that there's these two types of receptors. So now I'll circle this back to CBD. Why the heck are you having this on your CBD edge show? Right. All right. First receptor, the, ion, the ionotropic receptor that we talked about, CB1 and CB2, we know it's activated by CB1, or by CBD. Mm -hmm. Done. Already done. Science is already there. The other receptor, the meto botropic receptor we know is triggered by apelin. And guess what studies have been done? CBD normalizes levels of apetin, uh, apelin, <laughs> peptide known to reduce inflammation during COVID-19 infections. Levels of apelin peptide, because normally levels of, apetite pep, of apelin peptide are low. They're low. Right. This so CBD has been shown to upregulate the production of apelin. Okay. And apelin then connects to that receptor 
triggering the, the neural response to be able to keep things working correctly. Okay, so I keep seeing this word cytokine storm. Mm-hmm. So in a cytokine storm... Well, let's, you're going way I'm, too fast. I'm going, I'm, I'm jumping ahead again. Both okay. of those receptors yeah. can upregulate or downregulate cytokine production. Okay. Both of these can. Okay. So again, that's a need of the condition. And both of those receptors are, can recognize it and adjust as needed. Okay. Okay. So your question was good, but it was, the timing wasn't right. It's not yet. Not yet right? Okay. <laughs> That's my problem always. No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the understanding of, of inflammation from the perspective of CBD is this. CBD is capable of going into the body, connecting with the receptors, CB1 and CB re- CB2, and trigger the down production, the down regulation of cytokines. Cytokines are the things that trigger inflammation. So the fewer of those cytokines around, the less inflammation. Pulmonary disorders are all about inflammation. Right. All yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. So, so that's where CBD plays a role there in CB1 and CB2. They also found that CBD plays a role in the production of apelin. And apelin is the ligand that triggers the second receptor we talked about. Okay. And that receptor has long reach. It reaches a wide range of necessary functions to keep that cell operating correctly. Okay. Whoa, that was that was a heck of a. But did I circle around well enough? I think enough, so. Do you yeah, believe? yeah, yeah. So I see how CBD affects it. Mm-hmm. I see where we want it to go in and downregulate. Right. And and then upregulate in some other areas. Right. Okay. Now the reason this is such uh, a worthy thing to study is because CBD is well tolerated by humans, Yeah, has no side effects. You can take as much of it as you want, right? I, they're, they're doing studies with three and 600 milligrams per dose. It's that effective. It's super effective at reducing inflammation and super easy on your body. Now, pharm- Big Pharma always wants to go, hey, you know what, we gotta get our pharmaceutical in there. But even they're having a hard time with this because their pharmaceutical could cause other issues mm-hmm. trying to get COVID to stop its its march. Right, to stop. Right, but CBD has not shown any of that yet. Mm-hmm. So it's literally become a spotlight in reducing inflammation and any of these COVID problems. Okay. Yeah, if inflammation is the issue, all right, right. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, and it, it sounds like as soon as you get the virus, inflammation is the biggest issue because it just goes in and creates this giant storm. Yeah, yeah. No, so let's circle around. So now, if, if, we, if I have this knowledge, my brain goes immediately to, I want that system in place before I catch it. Right. Well, sure, yeah. If it's not going to hurt me, Taking CBD on a regular basis, i.e. daily, if it's not going to hurt me, then I want it in my body. And so when I get 
uh, when I get uh, next to somebody that has it, you know, and they're contagious, and, and I get it. I, I've already got the system kick-started. We're already in homeostasis. Correct. We're already yes. in a good place. Right. So the one thing I'm trying to avoid I, just from my studies, I'm pretty sure I'm going to avoid a lot of stuff when it comes to COVID-19. Yeah. But the one thing I'm looking here to really uh, avoid is the COPD, uh, as it could turn into uh, the the pulmonary uh, emphysema. Yeah. And then the repair function of my lung is now compromised. Right. So if I can avoid it, if I can be there before COVID-19 starts to its effect on the body starts to really increase pulmonary problems. If I can, if I can shorten that, or you know, block it off at the path, then I reduce my risks of not being able to get my lung to turn back, return back to full strength. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, we've learned obviously we've been here for what almost a year now with right. COVID. It's not going to go away. Right. It's not going anywhere. It's going to be here. the The worst part about it is that we as a world, pretty much, we're not physically ready for this virus. <laughs> right. We were all out of shape, yeah. all, not really yeah. paying attention to our bodies, and it, it it took advantage of all of those weaknesses yeah. that we had. Yes, I would agree with you. I would agree. Um, so keep give in mind that uh, you you hear a lot of discussions around secondary and just multiple events of lung problems post COVID. Mm -hmm. So somebody gets COVID and then a couple months later, like I'm getting more problems now. I'm getting more and more. I think they fell into that uh, pulmonary, uh, pulmonary um, emphysema, uh -huh. right? They got past COPD and then moved into the emphysema. And I think the lung wasn't capable of, of healing itself. Not and if enough, it yeah. does, it's on the slow boat. Right. So I, I, so when, when I'm hearing some of those reports of second and third episodes of, you know, some pulmonary function post-COVID, I think it might be related to this. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the lungs can heal, but once you get them to an extreme place, they cannot. Right. On their own. Yes. You have to, get, you have to seek treatment. And keep that in mind. If you do feel like that's what's happening, they do su suggest, uh, oh, the studies I read did suggest treatment was needed. Yes. All right. You have to go to an outside, something other than your body, uh, fixing right. itself. Yeah, if you went to that extreme, breathing treatment, antibiotics. Something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't need Physicians it. would. Yeah, and we're not saying CBD is going to cure, but yeah. it, uh, if you can put up a defense and yeah. make your cells healthy, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you? We have to start thinking about the inside of our bodies more yeah. than we've been really concentrating on the outside yeah. of our bodies. And I like it. Uh, I don't like that COVID came into our world, but I do know that it has shown a lot of light on how our body really can heal itself. Right. And it almost had to because this thing hit us so fast. Right. You couldn't, you know, even you couldn't. You couldn't just rely on pharmaceuticals this time. And I think we're going to walk away with uh, knowledge that's really going to help us as a society learn how to heal ourselves and go to pharmaceuticals second. Yeah. 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 Or, or, you know, 
or, or do them together. I think that's the best way. I mean, because uh, that's just been our right. common talk. Uh, and, and, I, and I definitely would never put down doctors or I think everybody should go to the doctor uh, regularly. Um, but a prescription isn't always, it, it's, it's just a, a Band-Aid. <laughs> you got to fix the whole thing. And I know that doctors say, you know, lose weight, change your diet, do this. But do you really hear that when you're at the doctor's office? No, no, no. They need to live together. They yeah. need to live together, and and they used to, mm-hmm. and not anymore. So I yeah. think that's one of the things maybe that will come back, is that those two, Eastern and Western medicine, will come together. Yeah. And I think that will serve us much better, too. Right. Okay, we should take a little bit of a break. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We're going to take a break. And when <laughs> yes. we come back, we're going to go to stage two. of our research, which is to discuss immune response as it deals with COVID and pulmonary. Okay. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, hey, welcome back, listeners. Thank you very much for joining us today. Discussions around how CBD might help with some of the damage caused by COVID, mm-hmm. mostly in the area of pulmonary lungs. The lungs, yeah, yep. yeah. And so uh, we first went to inflammation. Uh, we discussed that CBD regulates or upregulates the production of apelin, 
which triggers the G-protein-coupled receptor to send a cascade of neuromessages to cells so that they can respond to whatever, they, whatever damage they are undergoing. Yeah, it's like a massive Zoom call. Hey, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, we know that cannabinoids are responsible for getting the body a homeostasis. That we already knew. Mm-hmm. And if the body's in homeostasis, the general rule is that your immune response system is operating correctly. It's improving. It's, it's yeah, it's working. It's, it's ready for battle. Right. If you Come work, on in, guys. And there is a, there is a delayed remu- immune response. There is a deficient immune response. And a lot of those are health-related, by the way. So if you are not in peak health, if you're not, I'm sorry, if you're not in good health. Right then you likely will have a delayed or deficient immune response system. Yeah. Uh, your homeostasis is likely out of balance as well. But that's the one I'd be most concerned about. And you can quickly get back to an immune uh, 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 homeostasis where your immune system is back to a normal response just by altering a few small things. A lot of the studies were saying, uh, so if I go to here first, uh, plenty of hydration, yes. and now we're talking about a period of about two weeks, uh, up your nutrition, get rid of the boxed and the sweets and the, get rid of sodas, get rid of those for a period of about a month, uh, and you'll solve that, and cardiovascular two or three times a week, 20 minutes is yeah. all they suggest. Th- those three simple steps, and they're not saying extreme cardiovascular, they just, you know, that might be walking, jogging, whatever your degree of it is, uh, for 20 minutes, a couple times a week. Uh, with those three things, you can at least get your immune response back to where it's capable of maybe not being so susceptible to severe damage of, ca- of COVID. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. You just need to make sure your body's prepared and you know and you don't again you don't have to lose the hundreds of pounds you just need to get yourself in some sort of shape if you can't walk up and down stairs without heavy breathing or you you're just having issues that's your body trying to say hey um we need to do a little bit something else yeah nowadays it's just there's a little bit more urgency Right. Because if you get COVID and you're not in, in shape to be able to battle it, consequences are kind of severe now. Right. Yeah. And, and and we've been talking, I think that's one of, we had two objectives when we did this, started this show. First, we wanted to get the, yeah. the message about the hemp plant out. But we also decided after a while that we really just want to talk about health. Yeah. And getting everybody just in a, the right path of being a little more healthier. Yeah. 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 Well, your potential increases in lots of places. Right. Uh, not just uh, fighting on this COVID. Now, when I did all the research for this, you don't have to worry about me, you know, reading a bunch of clinical studies because it's not necessary. The two things I understood, one is nobody did research on what it was to get into homeostasis because that was not relevant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they all assumed you knew how to get into homeostasis, and that wasn't their discussion. Their discussion was, once in homeostasis, what are the effects? Yeah. 
And that's where I just saw study after study after study. Uh, induced activation of homeostasis and immune reaction to COVID-19. This was PubMed, uh, June 2020. Maintaining homeostasis and preventing thrombosis in COVID-19. This is September 20. Platelet high, <laughs> platelet heterogeneity, genetity, <laughs> and inflammation and immune and, and immune response may help to gain ground in the battle against COVID-19. There is also research suggesting that CBD may reduce ACE2 re- expression, which is used by the virus to invade your cell. Uh, so the less ACE2 you have, the the harder it is for the Corona-19 virus to enter into your cell. Yeah. Uh, so, and these studies went on and on, and I've decided that they all said the same thing. Get into homeostasis because all of these said, they each were targeting different parts of it, but they all had the same conclusion. If you're in homeostasis, whether it was brought on by you or induced by some outside stimulant like a pharmaceutical or something, either one of those, if it was activated, it was better prepared to handle or even defend against COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So yeah. homeostasis was a big deal. Well, I mean, it's really where everybody is working together in a really nice, cohesive way and everyone's yeah. healthy and I, what's platelet? Do you know? It has to do with blood, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. and that's that's the last place in and uh, these studies. Uh, the Medical College of Georgia uh, in October 2020, and you can see how recent these studies are. I mean, this is really cool for me to see so many uh, in this area. You know, in such a short period of time. Right. Uh, improves lung functions and the lung uh, lungs ability to repair. And yes. That, again, this was reported in 2020. So improved oxygen levels was a, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't relate that to CBD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> CBD was, was studied and shown to improve oxygen levels. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's, a big, uh, that's yep. a big issue. Now, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's play around with homeostasis. Let's talk about that just a bit because you're going, wow, they're such, it's, it's so impactful to either prevent or to either minimizing or even preventing COVID-19, you got to be asking yourself, all right, how do I know if I'm in it? And how am I getting, how do I get out of it? Yeah. So let's talk about the things that can kick you out of homeostasis. Now, remember, it was when when we first talked about homeostasis, we looked at it like uh, a mobile, uh, a a mobile, 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 Uh, (laughs) the thing you hang up above your baby's crib, Yeah, you know, and it's got a string and all more strings that hold other things and everything's kind of in balance and just like moving around nicely. And when you, when you, when you hit one little hanging thing, you know, the, the opposite side raises up, but then it kind of wobbles and odulates and it goes back to center again. Yeah. All right. That back to center again is your body's example of homeostasis. Mm-hmm. Things will wobble. Things will adulate. You will get the flu. You will get the cold. Things will kick it out of homeostasis. Or like that mobile, it'll move it and make everything moving around for a while until it comes back to centered calm. Yeah. All right. So that's like your body. So things that will kick it out are disease. Uh, functional 
problems. Like high blood pressure. Yes, yes, yeah. diseases like that. Uh, COVID is a disease and is certainly going to impact it, but that's not what we're talking. We're talking about, hey, what things, if I am in homeostasis, what things will kick it out? All right. Your diet can bring on functional and disease mm-hmm. problems. Right. So be cautious of that. And some, you know, they take a while for them to present that problem to you. So you could be out of homeostasis for a while, uh, which I think is why a lot, some of those clinical studies were gone. We're, we're talking consistently about nutrition and healthy habits mm-hmm. uh, because that's what they were trying to point it towards is we need to get the body into homeostasis, induced right. or not. The uh, pharmaceuticals can take you out of homeostasis. And I know some pharmaceuticals you have to be on. Right. So I'm not suggesting get off of them. I'm just pointing out that uh, those have been shown to knock your body out of homeostasis because they don't have the ability to look across the entire ECS system and solve everything. It can only solve a single molecule solution. It can go in there and solve one piece. Well, the example of that mobile above the baby's crib, if I went in there and cut one of those strings, what's the entire thing going to do? Right. Yeah, it's going to jostle and then it's going to tilt to one side and that's where it's going to stay. And that, yeah, it's going to fight it'll to still, try and get to normalcy, but yeah, it, it won't be able it won't to. It won't be able to, yeah. Yeah. So kind of keep that in mind. There's, um, but again, you know, you can't just you can't just get off of a pharmaceutical. No. Uh, so diet, exercise, uh, any types of reducing disease. your anxiety. Don't you? They think? can. So Kim brings up a great point. So those are functional problems in your body. Yeah. And what they can do is they can knock your and knock you out of homeostasis for a period of time. Yeah. That Jocelyn, well, that could last a week. If you are overstressed uh, or you're going through periods of anxiety. Yeah. Or if you're constantly stressed, that's, now you I mean, have we a, always talk now about you have a that, disease. that being a bad, right. yeah, because so then it now you causes have depression. depression and right. cardio issues. No, yeah. like heart issues. Is that where they say if you have a lot of stress in your life, your whole life, you you could have a heart attack, obviously, right. you right. could all those things are happening, so... Just trying to keep yourself calm, yeah. um, which the exercise helps a lot with. You know, you don't think it does. And, and these, again, all these things you're like, oh, well, you know, I got stressed. I just got a stressful life. That's what it is. I'm yeah. just going to have to deal with it. No, there's things you can do. You don't have to live like that. All right. So, uh, and let's circle around the CBD. Uh, so, remember, endo. Uh, so, the ECS system to get into homeostasis requires cannabinoids to assist with that. Your body makes its own cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. They're called endocannabinoids. Right. It has been suggested that today's social living, types of food that we eat, the the, the environment that we put ourselves in, our ECS system has a difficult time operating on its own. Okay, so and when with age, do you lessen creating? I can say that's not relevant right now. Okay. And, I, and it sounds like a rabbit hole too. Okay, <laughs> I know. But, but so the ECS system, uh, it does what it needs to do because it has receptors and receptors respond to ligands, which are cannabinoids. Cannabinoids come from either endo or, or 
uh, exoalder system, the endocannabinoids, eight, uh, AG, uh, 2-AG, mm-hmm. or adamine. Uh, there's a few others. These are cannabinoids made by your body, so they're moving around in your body. They, they, they get to a receptor. The receptor knows what to do now and, and fixes things so that you stay in homeostasis. And that, it, it has the ability of neurotransmitters are sending out signaling to other receptors to make sure that the balance does occur. It knows how to keep you in homeostasis. So these cannabinoids hit the receptors. The receptor goes, okay, I'm going to fix this problem over here, but I'm also signaling over there to let them know to do this and do that, upregulate, downregulate certain things, because it brings your whole system in homeostasis. That's the difference with, between, uh, with, not with a pharmaceutical. Right. A pharmaceutical only can deal with one side of that yeah. balance. All right. So, um, so what we have found over the years is that phytocannabinoids are extremely effective mm-hmm. at going into the body and triggering those same receptors. By the way, all it is is shape and size of a molecule. Yeah. You know, ligand is a molecule and it attaches to another one. Well, that, that shape and size has to be very specific or they won't bond and connect. Right. It just so happens that these phytocannabinoids in the hemp plant are perfect. And there are, shape, there's many of them. And there are a plethora of them. That yeah. is just, right? So this is why hemp became such, a, or cannabis in general, became such a critical component to both our ECS system and all these clinical studies going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so if you want help getting back into homeostasis, diet, exercise, and, and get on a regimen of Phytocannabinoids. Yes. CBD is the right one. Yeah. Okay, because are there you can phytocannabinoids anywhere else? I'm sure there are, right? There are, but none of not none that that are the correct shape and size that work for these receptors. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, now, and there might be another. I I don't know, but definitely not in abundance and not discovered yet. How's gotcha. that? Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to say. Okay, so uh, so a regimen of CBD brings us to the next. Uh, Next discussion, so if you want to use some of these strategies like phytocannabinoids to help you be more resilient against COVID-9, two stages. One, we had talked about maintaining a level of CBD on a daily basis so that your body is in homeostasis, your immune system is working correctly, and your inflammation is ready to respond to cytokine storms. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. Your cytokine storm showed up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, and But you don't need that much, right? On no, a daily on, a, basis. on a daily basis. Go to uh, a dosage card. I know that you have one online on the canafil.com website. Yeah. Go to that dosage card, and there is the dosage you'll need for a daily basis if you want to get to a good state of homeostasis. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I think you can stay in the mild area cuz you're not using it for a specific reason. No no, no anxiety, no no chronic pain. You're right. just wanting to do a healthy supplement every day. Right. Again, lots of state lots of studies here suggested that being in homeostasis was super critical in avoiding some of the damage caused by COVID-19. Okay. Now, to get us into to get us into homeostasis, we talked about a few things and included CBD. Go to a dosage chart, find out what you're going to do. I already could tell you, you're going to be somewhere between, you know, 
12 milligrams a day all the way up to, you know, 40 or 50 milligrams a day, depending on your weight conditions, stuff like that. Yeah. But the dosage chart will help you. Uh, that I'm sure of. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have anything to add? No, I, I okay. think I'm, I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I see the look. Just stay in the mild area if you're not treating a symptom. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to get your system back into homeostasis is the goal. Now, if you then become aware that you may have been in the company of somebody in uh, homeostasis uh, in uh, with COVID nineteen, yeah, you know you always hear that. You know, if you were in a group of people and they tested positive, then you need to go self uh, quarantine. Right. At that point of all right, I gotta go self quarantine. This is when I would triple the amount. You would. I would immediately go to triple it. Uh, if you're concerned about cost, at least double it. Yeah. Up your amount of CBD. Up your chances of an improved state of homeostasis, immune response, inf- inflammation response, get that, a, a reduction in the ACE2 so that COVID has fewer chances to get in there, remember? Yeah. Uh, research suggesting CBD may reduce the ACE2 expression. Um, and, and we're talking, it's okay to just d- do a plain old isolate, just a CBD isolate if you need it, correct, do it. Correct, yeah. correct. And again, you can take literally 600 milligrams of CBD isolate, nothing, nothing. But what word we're going to suggest, <laughs> maybe like if you're All taking, right. say if you're taking... T- 10 milligrams a day on a normal basis and you get in that area, bump it up to 50. Right. Okay. All right. Then we move into the last place, Mm -hmm. which is onset of symptoms. Onset of symptoms. Any fever, cough, muscle pain, smell, taste, all those things, any of those, yes, you are going to be at the triple Yes, you should go to then a broad or a full spectrum. You want all the cannabinoids. Different cannabinoids are capable of triggering certain things. This is not the time to shorten, to short your ECS system. All right, so I'll say that again. So on the onset of symptoms, triple the amount that's on the dosage card Mm -hmm. and move over to a broad or a full spectrum. Previous shows, you'll remember that. Broad spectrum and full spectrum just include more parts of the plant. Right. And okay. then how long would you say you would do that? For a few days? No, you're going to do that until either the symptoms go away or you go into an ex- a severe state. You know, the kind of state where you're now seeking medical. Right. At that point, you must release to your doctor. Yeah. You must let your doctor control your care from then on. Sure. Okay, yeah. so you go in there and go, hey, listen, doc, I've been taking this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and let him take over. Right. So at so that's, that's kind of the step. So preventative, go to the schedule, take preventative from now until this thing gets solved, because <laughs> uh, we're only talking about COVID. Yeah. If you get an onset of symptoms, immediately triple the amount and move over to a broad or a full spectrum. If you get to a severe place of symptoms, well, we know, and you are going, you're seeking medical, release the control of anything you're taking to, over to the physician. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, 
there's other things here. So Kimberly Rose did this wonderful thing. She put together a list of maybe other relevant articles from previous shows, mm-hmm. or, or titles from other shows uh, that we've done in the past that might also be helpful. Uh, we did a show on March 20th of 20. 20, uh, social distancing and relieving anxiety with CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we did one on March 27th, boosting immunity through crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, then in September 11th of 2020, what is homeostasis? That's probably a good one. Yeah, definitely. And if you go to the website, you're going to see research papers and articles around CBD might have positive effects on COVID-19, Surviving the coronavirus anxiety with CBD. CBD helps reduce damage from COVID. I'm sure it's reduced. It's, lung it's, damage. It's lung damage. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so you'll find uh, some interesting articles there. I also keep all of the research papers. I don't print them anymore. <laughs> Because right now I have a whole room full of them. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's a lot. But I am now keeping uh, the bookmark, uh, the 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 links to their pages. So feel free to reach out anytime if uh, you would like to have access to the papers or the clinical studies I use to have some of these conversation points mm-hmm. uh, because I'm happy to share them. Yeah, yeah, and we're always again we're always happy to share and and the articles on the website they also have links to them yeah. to the studies that we reference. It all we all try and just tie it all together in a nice big bow for you to go. Oh, you know what? I really want to look at the information on this subject. Yeah, and go in there and you can find it all on the yeah. website. I, we even put these podcasts. Only in video, in audio form, I'm sorry, um, on the website, we are working on getting the, getting the shows transcribed, transcribed yeah. and put those on, but that's for the future. But they're a good resource. We try to be very, um, we try to uh, be biased. Yes. I, I, unbiased about it. Uh, right. uh, the approach is always professional. I try to go, you know, with only reviewed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to let my opinion come in and too many times. I know it probably does every once in a while, but I try not to. So I'm really doing our best to earn the trust of our listening audience so that when we do this homework, it really is helpful to you. Yeah, because again, I'm going to yep. flip it right back around again and say we really just want the hemp plant to stay uh, in our control. In our control. Yeah. And and we're doing a good job. It's so wonderful, and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. Yeah. Yay. Um, so we've, we really are happy that we can right. have new studies. All right. All right. We always run this thing right up to the very edge. Yes. So we got a wrap. I want to thank everyone for listening today. This is Ed and Kimberly Rose wishing you a canterific day. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.